0: Um, I am uh, a minister of care, which means I bring a Holy Communion, uh, mostly to actually nursing homes, not hospitals, and to people's homes when they're ill. And uh, um, I didn't choose it. I think God chose me because it certainly wasn't a plan. Someone had gotten sick initially, and um, I had gone daily Mass with her and said girls well, use with her for many years. And when she got sick, she couldn't go to daily Mass, and I felt so bad for her, so I asked the priest, and he allowed me to... Bring her holy communion to her home and then she went into a nursing home so i brought it there and from there on um, people started asking "Well, can i have communion to and i became official because i did wanted to go according to the diocese and um, it's basically been six years and it's pretty much changed my life um, but i was also asked then to go another nursing home um, about a year ago and this was a catholic nursing home so basically they give you a list and um I went into rooms and many times you go every couple weeks and you know some of the people and just before, I think, Thanksgiving, I met this new woman and I'm going to call her uh, Sarah, an older woman, and um, I get, kind of got to know her and um, we would talk a little bit and you know, you talk and pray with the patients and um, it was, um, she was kind of very quiet, she didn't seem real happy and she didn't talk much about anything but... I was getting near Christmas and I met her a few times and um, it was pleasant, uh, but um, she didn't really open up much. And it was before Christmas, and so I felt kind of like I wanted to make her feel better. And I said, well, uh, what are you doing for Christmas? And for a lot of nursing homes, many times a family comes and picks them up because she was in a wheelchair. And I said, "Uh, are you doing something special for Christmas? And she said, well, no. And I said, oh, sorry, Um, do you have family? Well, I have a daughter, uh, and I divorced, my husband died years ago, and I have a daughter, but uh, I haven't spoken to her or estranged in about 15 years. I said, do you have any other family members? And she said, well, no. And now I'm feeling terrible for her, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, maybe we should invite her to Christmas with us, you know. And, um, and uh, so I had talked to her, no, no, that's okay, and I was feeling really terrible about it. So as I was giving her Holy Communion, as we were praying, I'm thinking, you know, this woman's going to be alone for Christmas. This is such a terrible thing. She hasn't talked to her daughter in 15 years. She has no family. But as I gave her Holy Communion, I said to her, all things are possible with God. So let's pray. So we prayed. I said, all things are possible with God. And we prayed for her daughter. We prayed for her. We said, Lord, please soften her daughter's heart and, you know, someday bring them together and, you know, whatever. And we went on in the prayer and she smiled at me and I said, you know, pray a rosary every day. Um, I'm going to keep you in my prayers. And I went home and, you know, I really kind of forgot about it. Um, two weeks later, I came back and, um, you know, I was going room to room and I went into Sarah's room and I said hi. How are you doing? You know, I was kind of sad, but, you know. I didn't even want to bring up Christmas, but I said, uh, you know, how are you? And I noticed that there was a, a, a butt spread on her bread that was different than, you know, everybody else's. And it was really nice, and she looked really nice. She had a sweater on. I said, oh, you look really nice. And she said, yeah. She said, uh, my daughter brought them to me. And he said, your daughter brought them to you? Yeah, my daughter, she brought me the bedspread, and I have this new sweater, and she brought me some flowers, and I <laughs> said, Sarah, <laughs> wait a second. Is this the daughter that you have not seen in 15 years? Are you, the, the daughter you're estranged with? The daughter that you hadn't talked to? No. Yeah. Sarah, the daughter that you... Yes. Sarah, your daughter, When did she get? She walked in on Christmas Day. She walked in on Christmas Day, and she brought me these presents. What did she say? She said, hi, Mom. I said, did you ask her where she's been? And she said, no, I didn't want to break the (laughs) mood. She said, I didn't want to break the mood. I was just so happy she was here on Christmas. I said, Sarah, you know we prayed about this. And she said... Yes. I said, Sarah, this is a miracle. She said, I know. I said, why didn't you call me? (laughs) Well, I'm telling you now. And I said, oh my gosh. All things are possible with God. And I would say as an evangelist, as far as tips, we cannot do this without prayer. We must spend hours and hours praying to God because when we do pray, um, and it actually gets easier. I mean, you know, it says in the Bible we're supposed to pray without ceasing. And really, when you're talking to people and trying to love them the way you're supposed to love them, you are praying because you're thinking about how should I handle this situation? How, sh- how can I be charitable? How can I be as kind as I can to this person that I really love? Not because, because love is a choice. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. And a lot of people don't understand that. When we love like Jesus loves, we're called to love perfectly. Like, it is a choice. And we choose to love perfectly. And the only way we can do that is the sacraments and prayer. So that's what I guess I have. For me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any questions? I'm sorry. No questions? I think you left us speechless. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought Tom was good. <laughs> okay. Yes, Miriam. I've known Michelle for a long time, and I can't just clap. I have to say, woo! Yay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Thank you. I spent a lot of time before the Blessed Sacrament today in hopes that um, God would give me the words and hopefully would have you hear what God wants you to hear today, whatever that is. Yes. Would you share the tip about um, letting a person know that you're praying for them? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, just because um, I do evangelize a lot, and it's really important to me. Um, one of the tips that I, I do is I, I always, because we're all called to evangelize everyone, you know, that we love, family, whatever. And so if you know somebody's going through a difficult time, you tell them you're going to pray for them, then you pray for them. And what happens is, is when you they know you're praying for them, because I say I go to daily mass, not to, like, oh, I go to daily mass, but you say it because you want them to show that you're really serious about your faith, and then when you tell them you're going to pray for them, they really appreciate it. In fact, I just met a, uh, my son uh, was at the Notre Dame Rockney dinner last Friday, and he spoke, and we ended up meeting four professional um football players it was a great opportunity to evangelize he, he wanted to meet my son and so i went up to him did we convert you <laughs> and he goes no you know whatever and so i said well did you like nerdy yes and I said and i said what church do you go to and he you know some i think baptist church and i said can i can you just humor me here a second and he said yeah And i said you know john six Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, you will not have life in you. And I did the whole, you know, the whole uh, understanding of uh, you are what you eat. And he looked at me and said, "Wow, I never heard that that way." And I said, "Would you be willing to listen to a couple CDs I have?" That's the other thing; <laughs> I have tons of Lighthouse CDs in my trunk. My my family will attest to. And he said, "Yes." He said, "I'm coming back in June." He gave me his phone number, and I said, "And I'm going to pray for you." So I texted him when I got home, and I'd already started praying for him because we said a rosary on the way home, and we included him in the rosary. I texted him, and I didn't hear back, so I texted him again last night, and he got back to me by my phone, and he said, Thank you for your prayers. I really appreciate it because I told him I wanted. it. I said, God gave you your beauty and your talent for his glory, and he wants you in the church because we need you. And he said, Thank you for your prayers, and he said, "Uh, I will see you in June. So, yes, because people then realize that you love them and you're taking them seriously, you're, that you care about them, and that's what it is. It's a relationship. So that, that one. And then the other thing that I do a lot is um, I have no shame. I, if people are at a restaurant or at uh, people who know me are laughing, um, a restaurant or, you know, if they, I see a name tag on. Usually a lot of times it's a, it's a saint name. So, well, I will, I'll go up to him and go, So, you know, Teresa, that's a real common one if I'm at the Jewel or something, and I'll say, St. Teresa. I said, That's one of my favorite saints. So, is that who you were named after? And we end up talking about the saint, and you were in line talking about St. Teresa and what church do you go to? And, well, I don't really go to church. Well, why not? You know, and so we have these, you know, <laughs> conversations. And in fact, not too long ago, I was going in just for something at Jewel, this is true. And I was just going to pick up a couple things, but then, of course, I found ten other things I needed, and I just had my hands, and I was walking around, and I looked like a circus person. And I get to the uh, checkout, and I literally, like, falls on top of the um, table there. And the lady looked at me and said, wow, how did you do that? And I said, and I just come from Mass, I said, you know, I just came from Mass this morning. I said, I guess God took care of me. And she said, we were just talking about Mass. I said, really? So we started talking about Mass. There's three other people talking about Mass. And then she discussed Mass. And then I said, and what about confession? (laughs) So she said, well, I don't know about confession. And I said, well, we'll save that for the next talk. (laughs) And we left. And I said, "But I'll keep you in my prayers. She said, thank you very much. So there's all ways that you can always bring up um, ways to evangelize. And it's amazing. I mean, I will say that my daughter and I, And my husband went this last um, Easter vigil. We drove eight and a half hours to Pittsburgh um, and watched a a friend of hers who became a friend four years ago who was going to Wheaton College four years ago, and we watched her come into the church. And um, because we spent many a a, a day in prayer, uh, giving her uh, books and CDs and praying, and um, God is good and she she wanted to, the she loved the understanding of the Eucharist, which is the source and summit of our life. And once she understood that, and once people understand that, it's very hard to say no, even though it might take a little longer than we think sometimes. Anything else? Okay. Thank you very much. I have a question. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's okay. It's, it's a little off the wall, but it's just two real quick questions. Um, I noticed that when you approach the pulpit, the, 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 the lecture, whatever we mm-hmm. want to call that, um, that you carried across with you, mm-hmm. you set it down before you began to speak to us. Mm-hmm. When did you first do that and why? Um, actually, this is the first time I've done this. I've done other talks, but I was talking to uh, a dear friend of mine who I, does some spiritual direction with me, and she recommended it because I will say this. When I've done talks before, I've been very nervous, and I really think that's the devil because I, I talk all the time to people, and I really think that, um, and I'm a teacher, and I stand up in front of kids all the time and talk. Um, I really feel that um, when you love God and when you are an evangelist, you have problems sometimes, you know. And A friend of mine said to take your, and I even have a, a Sacred Heart of Jesus picture. Um, she said, bring up um, a crucifix and have have that with you today, and, uh, and actually it was very helpful, so. Thank you. Any other question? Yes, Mary. Um advocate like sometimes when my family's together and the, the men are there and the women are there and I'll say, Oh, let's put this tape on and I, everybody looks at each other like, Oh no, here she comes sort mm-hmm. of thing. And I sort of feel shut down mm-hmm. sometimes. Yes. And I lose that um, incentive mm-hmm. to go for being vulnerable yes. but I don't want to shut them down right. so I yes kind of it, yes right. you have to know your opportunity or do you still go the Yeah, stuff? that's a great question not that I haven't made mistakes before but I've been doing this now a long time and I was talking to Tom before we first started and I said, you know, he's looking at me like I'm an evangelist, like why do you do that? and I'm like I didn't want to do that. I mean, honestly, I have to tell you, it wasn't my plan to be an evangelist. I really, and for me to even stand up here and tell you that's what I am, but we're all called to be that, so I'm okay now with it. But at first, I thought, who am I? I'm nobody. No, I'm nobody. But um, when you, the closer you get to God, the more you pray, the more you have a relationship with Jesus, you know, you just, you can... He gives you, you know, He reveals Himself to you. I and mean, that's, you know, it's a, it's a relationship. I and mean, God reveals, you know, it's like a, the skin of an onion. And, and you get better at those things. And you also have to just um, take risks. But I would say that you pray for the gift of prudence. Um, because sometimes it isn't appropriate to, you know, just slam, you know, lay it in there. And my, and it's so funny because I know my family sometimes like, oh, here she goes, you know. Um, because I, they're with me. I kind of feel sorry for them. Um, and I know I've embarrassed them over the years, but it's so funny because God has really helped me out because as embarrassing as I've been, then all of a sudden the people will come back and say, oh, I wasn't I wasn't upset with you at all, and then my family's embarrassed because they tried to make me feel like I shouldn't have done that, and what they found is, is actually the people didn't mind it. So actually they were the ones that were embarrassed. Do you know what I mean? So um, because, you know, you're doing it for... God is calling you to do it for a certain person, and maybe some other people around you are uncomfortable. It's really kind of their problem. But I think I would say um, pray about it before. Like when I go to teach, even CCD, I never go into a classroom without spending an hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And I go to daily, you know, I go to daily Mass and I'll do Rosary. I will, and today I was, I was in front of the Blessed Sacrament. I went to Mass. I went to confession. I did it all. I mean, I, I, no, I, I, because you know what? I'm nobody. I just say, speak through me. I am nobody, and, I, I, and I just, I'm just an instrument. And so I trust that God loves me and loves all of you and wants you to hear whatever it is he wants you to hear, and so I just trust that. And that's why i talked told you about the story, There's No Coincidence. I, I absolutely, I, I had my own, I don't, can't tell you the whole story today, I had my own unbelievable uh, miracle story, in fact, a number of them. And so anymore, I don't care anymore. I mean, now I'm old enough that it's like, you know what, if people don't like me, if they don't agree with I don't really care. But I guess if you're going to have a relationship with somebody, you have to be prudent, and that's what I would pray for, prudence. You know, when, when should I do this? And sometimes you're going to have to push a little, and it's uncomfortable, but it's like it's just like push-ups. You know, the first time you do it, it's really hard, and then it gets easier. I think sometimes you have to push through the pain a little bit and then realize that it actually works, and then you can kind of push the next step. So, yeah. Any other questions? can you, Thank you.